As a first-time writer, director, and producer on Gugu Nagogo, I give myself permission to be my full, joyful self, feel nervous and unsure sometimes, express my feelings and thoughts, not know or understand everything, ask questions, try new ideas, make mistakes and learn from them, ask for help and advice, change my mind, trust my voice and my vision, take my time or take time out, say no thank you, stand up for my story, my artistic practice and my community, look like a newbie or a learner. Hi, and welcome to Two Words with Taku. I'm Taku Mbudzi, and this is a podcast where I share my writing and storytelling adventures, all the things that I'm working on. And in this particular season, I'm going to be breaking down and giving you behind the scenes of my new film, Gugu Na Gugu. It's about a young 12-year-old astronomer who lives here in Australia, and she writes letters to her Gugu, her grandmother, who lives far away in Zimbabwe. It's been such a fun project to make and I love sharing what I'm learning about writing, filmmaking, TV making. That's what this podcast is about. In this particular episode, I want to talk about safe space. Those are our two words today. Safe space. And it's more an invitation to you listening um, to think about the spaces where you feel safe. What you heard me reading out at the beginning was actually a permission list. So it, in fact, I called it a kindness to self permission list that I wrote for myself at a time when I was at my lowest during the course of this project where I didn't feel safe, uh, I'd say emotionally. And then I was worried about the cultural safety around my project for my community and people coming into this industry who had no experience of, you know, what to expect or had never done it before. And that, that, um, you know, that reading that I did at the beginning was part of a document that I wrote, which was a commitment to community kindness on the project, which I ended up sharing with every single member on my team um, and some of the stakeholders involved in this project. And it was the one thing that empowered me again to feel safe um, within myself, to then feel safe um, you know, in the spaces that I was creating around the project, but also to feel safe um, you know, knowing that I have, I have the, um, yeah, that I have, that I have the authority to set those boundaries that were going to make me feel safe, but also the people I was working with. And it seems like such a weird thing to talk about so early in the podcast. And it's like, oh my gosh, is this doom and gloom? Um, no, I think now that the film is coming out, I'm really reflecting on, you know, the really good things, obviously. And that's what you're going to hear a lot of. You're going to see the movie. Everybody's going to be like, oh my gosh, wow. But I'm also now reflecting on, you know, some of the tougher moments and some of the lessons from, you know, this project. And, you know, part of doing this um, podcast or this episode was to acknowledge, you know, all the people who have caught my tears along the way. It has been a really hard project. It has been a very challenging time. We've had COVID. I've had family stuff. I've had, you know, I've got a toddler. I've also been learning about you know, this whole industry. And so I felt like, you know, knowing the listeners who have been part of this podcast community, even knowing some of the writers or people who are like me, so newer voices to the industry or people with stories still figuring out how to share them. I really wanted to speak today more as a prompt 
or more as an invitation for you as an artist or someone who's wanting to tell your stories to think about the spaces and the places where you feel safest. So today I'm going to start with um, creative safety. This is a big one. If you're a writer, if you're even a producer or a director, you know, creative safety to me means that you can bring your idea, your story, your random thought, and you can share it with people and feel safe that you're not going to get judged. You're not going to ask to over explain. And, you know, you're just going to feel safe to, to just create. And, you know, when you're creating, sometimes you cannot hold that back. So for me on this project, um, you know, I had this gem of a story and it's taken, I don't know, months and months to finally get it here. But there was a lot of development that happened. And I really want to acknowledge um, in terms of creative safety as a director, a first time director, I want to cl- acknowledge my cinematographer, Sham Edriwera, and also my directing mentor, Sean Davies, because those two people, especially um I was able to just be as vulnerable as ever, as in no idea was too stupid. No idea was too wild or left of field or just like, huh? They just always listened and, and, you know, they would feed off my ideas and I'd feed off them. And I loved that I could just go to them with any idea about what I wanted to shoot or angles or shots or, you know, there were There were things about just the story itself that as a director, I saw things that were sometimes hard to articulate to other people who, um, you know, might not have understood. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? (laughs) So around creative safety, I think it's really important to find the people who you can share your ideas with, where you also don't feel protective of those ideas and feel like, um, oh, my gosh, it's an attack if they don't like it. Uh, yeah, I really am grateful for those people. And even, you know, I have to mention Hawanatu Bangura, Scott Smith and Bongani Mlambo, who are all African filmmakers, directors um, in different ways, in different countries, different spaces, who I also reached out to to say, hey, guys, am I crazy? I'm thinking this or what about this? You know, I've never directed before. And again, those people, because of their African um, experience, were also really so sympathetic to in fact, not even sympathetic. They were empathetic to me saying, I'm trying to tell the story. Does this make sense? Um, so I'm really grateful for those times when I was able to call them and feel safe enough to say, you know, am I am I on the right path? You know, help. Um, the other thing I want to touch on is business safety. This is a big one. So being a producer, you know, you're running a business, essentially. You're trying to put something together. You're working with different people. And so not only was I writing and directing this film, but I was also producing it. And this was the first time that my company, Chaga, was going out to, you know, make make something. And so, you know, business safety is something that we really can't ignore if we are going to be working in the screen industry or if we're going to be making money of our art and so for me I want to acknowledge my executive producers Uh, so again Sean Davies but um, Tanya Chambers especially was instrumental um, as somebody who I could go to and say hey look does this make sense as a you know new production company this is what I'm being asked or this is what I'm thinking about or this I'm not sure about this and how does this project fit into the biggest scheme of things and and so I think 
you know, really looking after the business and financial safety of your artistry is really important. So again, you know, that prompt of who can you really be honest and vulnerable with and ask those questions and just lay things out there and trust that they have your best interests at heart. Um, again, under here, I would like to mention my accountants, um, my accounting team, I should say, John and Kerri-Ann, who were amazing. This was the first time I was getting this kind of money to work on a project again. They're really great to support all that side of things that I needed to do to set up the banking and all the that stuff. But I also want to acknowledge, um, you know, my business advisors, Deline and Peter, who from five years ago when I was writing my business plan and I was, um, you know, telling them the ideas that I had, they didn't, they didn't think I was crazy. It was just like, oh yeah, it's a business plan. Of course. Yeah, this makes sense. And so again, sometimes when we're artists or we're producers or whatever we, we are, and we have visions for businesses that maybe might be different to what, um, you know, our circles or our networks are used to seeing us do. Yeah. You have to find the right people who can hold you and those ideas and guide you. And yeah, I really want to thank them. And oh yeah, under business safety and financial safety, I definitely want to thank um, my legal advisor who's been with me for about five years, Frances. Oh my gosh, she she's a gun, an absolute gun. And yeah, you know, if you're going into making content or you've got clients or you know you have these contractual obliga obligations, sometimes it's terrifying. You know, all the legalese and all of that. Again, you need to find someone who can translate that for you so you understand what you're signing up for and somebody who also has your best interests at heart and can tell you the truth and can just go in and fight for you. So I really want to thank um, those people. And I do also want to thank my producer, Diana, for the cost control. So, of course, on a project like this, you don't want to run over the costs and things like that. So in terms of even feel, feeling safe that, you know, the project was going to run smoothly, you know, having Diana's support was really helpful as well. Now, the next one I want to talk about is emotional safety, which, you know, film project or not, that's something that we all need to look after, especially as artists. Um, I think that, you know, when we're creating from a place where, we are, you know, feeling okay or full in ourselves. Um, I, I don't know if I, you know, I could be wrong. I guess everybody's very different. But I know for me, you know, some of my best art comes from when I'm feeling okay and I'm feeling open. I'm feeling, you know, raw and, you know, receptive to whatever flows. And for me, I really want to acknowledge the people who helped keep me emotionally safe throughout this course of the project so this is you know the the group of people I could go to when things just got too hard or I didn't understand or life was throwing me curveballs along with you know project deadlines and um you know emotional safety is huge uh so I definitely want to acknowledge my partner my beautiful daughter you know t together you know the three of us just have this beautiful um, you know, our home is like such a beautiful space to me. You know, I love coming home to, you know, from after staff, but also just working from here. I love them. And so even just knowing they were around and supported me was really great. I want to thank my friends. They, they know who they are, who were really just 
great supports in different ways, whether it was just, you know, an ear listening or even, um, you know, practical support. I mean, there's, there's just too much to, to mention. And then as well, you know, people who prayed with me throughout this journey, um, you know, my faith is pretty strong and, you know, definitely grounds the work that I do. So even those people who, you know, might not have had answers, but could offer an, offer a prayer. And then of course my counselor. So, you know, having someone who is completely separate and removed from everything in my life, but I could go to them and just say, hey, this is what's happening. Am I okay? Or what are the coping mechanisms? Or what are the things that I can do so that I can still be walking in this world and navigating all these different things from a grounded point of view? So yeah, I'm curious, you know, are there people who really do that for you or play that role for you in your life? And if they aren't like is that something that you are looking to explore is it something that you need or are you okay i i'm not sure sorry this is not meant to be a therapy session at all (laughs) i'm just um just throwing out what's on my spirits today um and then the last one is of course cultural safety that is a huge huge one and probably the one that i've found the hardest to navigate and probably still am navigating because my Zimbabwean culture, my identity, who I am as a black woman who's a mother from another country living in Australia, um, trying to run a business, trying to just be, you know, my best self. There are so many parts of me that, yeah, form who I am. And so in terms of cultural safety, when I was now looking at this project and it being a story about a Zimbabwean family living in Australia, I knew that I was going to be bringing together people from my Zimbabwean community with people from the Australian screen industry. And part of writing that document, um, the kindness statement um, that I wrote to the be- and that I read from the beginning was my way to now be that translator and that conduit between the two. And that document really helped me to even know for myself, like, oh, wow. Oh, yeah, this is something that is important to me culturally. And then, oh, wait a minute, this is how the screen um, industry works or these are the expectations, whether they're good or not. It's just the reality of how some things work. So even being able to express them for myself and then put them in a document that I could share with my team and uh, my stakeholders and everybody around me was probably one of the best things that I ever did that then empowered me and gave me courage and that gave me a sense of yeah like a really deep knowing in my core what I wanted to fight for I wanted to fight for kindness uh, for my community and so my community would mean you know the child actor or it might mean the grip um, or it might mean the costume designer, or it might mean, you know, um, the COVID nurse on set. So for me, being able to articulate those things and my values around joy, respect and kindness ended up being the super tool that I needed to then ensure there was safety on set. So not just safety, like health and safety, because we'd had you know, we'd had to do a COVID plan and all of that stuff, not just that health and safety, but emotional safety, cultural safety for everyone involved. And the shoot was four days. It was hectic as any production would be, but I was able to stand back at some moments and just feel 
the joy and and even how people were working together or how they spoke or how they how they just looked um yeah it was such a fulfilling feeling and so in ending i just want to say we actually do need to know how to curate safe spaces for ourselves and there's never going to be one space that is safe for everything that we do or safe for every aspect of ourselves and I think that's something that I really learned on this project. I, I kind of I kind of already knew it, but I, I kind of had to relearn it that, oh, okay, I can take this thing there or I can take this conversation there or this language there and sort of almost like mix and match. And look, it's not perfect yet. I'm still doing that dance, but it is a good feeling. And coming back to this podcast around creating a safe space, you know, I share a lot of things that sometimes I feel like you're not supposed to share as a filmmaker who's made it, who's done it. And it's like, but to me, this is about creating a space where then people like me can have those conversations and ask questions and not know. And I'm, I'm not really shy about not knowing stuff. I'm not shy about saying I'm still learning. And so, yeah, I think that's also the place where we can yeah, we can make the most magic from. Now, um, to end this episode, I really want to acknowledge the black African brown women who have been instrumental in supporting me um, on this project. I caught up with them a few weeks ago and had a brunch at a time when, you know, this whole process had just exhausted me. I was exhausted. I was like, I don't, I don't even know what it means to just be. And so something in me just felt like, oh, I just need to get these women together and thank them. But not only thank them for supporting me, but also be honest and tell them I'm this is where I am. I might need some help. I, I need you. And when we were at this brunch, they were wonderful. We laughed, we cried, we reconnected and they really refreshed and recharged my spirit. They rejuvenated me. In them, I saw a reflection of who I am in the sense that I saw their strength, I saw their resilience, I saw their beauty, their power, I saw their, their joy, I saw their, their, their wisdom, their deep wisdom. And so I'm just gonna read the names out and then after this, I'm gonna share some photos from that brunch so you can see them as well. Thank you to Corinne Lachey, Ratizomambo, Posha Jamu, Rufarondoro, Auntie Emily Chifadza, Auntie Wongai Nzenza, Dorcas Mapakela, Judith Mari, Mars Williamson, Jackie Kairu, Karena Bravo, Vimbai Nenzo, Amanda Mdege Fleischer, Florence Matemadombo, Tembi Brooking, Molinda Zangare, Hawana Tubangura, Albertina Ngube, Rumbi Mutezo, Tarum Kando, Tewebek Tesai, Yandisa Tundu, Tendai Masho, Audrey, my therapist, and Maria Mbudzi, my mama. Thank you all for your love and your support. I am so grateful and I couldn't have done this without you all. That's it for today. I hope that this episode was just a prompt for you to think about those safe spaces, the people that you feel safest around, and also maybe ways that you can help people feel safe around you. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, comments, want to have a chat or, or, you know, continue this conversation, I'm taku at taku.com.au. 
and I can't wait to hear from you. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.